I remember the first day on the field, my dad handed me a list of small business owners and a script and said, start calling. Mm. I picked the phone, hey, this is Jordan from Click. And I turned around and I said, this is how you're driving Ferraris, doing this? I don't believe it. Yeah. Do it again. Hey, this Click. I said, dad, I don't get it. He said, this is a law of large numbers business. Keep doing this and eventually you'll get it. Yeah. What is up? Welcome back to the CA Power Player Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins, and today we have a couple special guests in the office, man, all the way from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Here's what I got to say. They are helping young hustlers make their first six figures as a life insurance agent. Uh, They have a ton of experience um, and have helped a ton of agents around the country. They actually have like thousands of agents a month, like reaching out to work with them, but they're very exclusive, selective, and they don't work with everyone, which is amazing. And so I'm excited for this topic because they're literally in our studio. These gentlemen are Dustin Bezalel and Jordan Cohen with Creative Financial Network. Yes, sir. What is up, gents? What's going on? Cody. Appreciate you being here, man. Welcome Appreciate to the you podcast. having us. Happy to be here. Absolutely. It's been um it's been fun. You guys got here late last night. Yep. Spent some time in the studio shooting some content, doing yeah. some fun stuff. Awesome team you have. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, you guys too, you know. I mean, um I think one of the things I want to kick this off with and like start out is uh, why um you know, creative financial network, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll throw it to you first, Dustin. So, I mean, I, I think that people are important, right? And and the only reason I've had success personally in this business is because I plugged into having the right people around me Yeah. that I um, wouldn't be in this business if they weren't put, pulling my head out of, you know, where, when, when yeah. things got tough. So why us is because us, right, the leadership, um, the the management team staff that we have in place, and furthermore, the actual model. Um, mm. It's basically each person that's working within the CFN organization. First and foremost, they own their own clientele. Um, they own the renewal. That's we have awesome. open architecture, and then we're plugging in and giving them coaching, mentorship, guidance to succeed in this in this business. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that more agents don't own yeah. all their own stuff right. than do in our industry, um, which is which is wild. Um, how did you, also actually, I'll, I'll go to Jordan and then jump back sure. to you a second. Why CFN for you, man? Like what, what you know, what, why do you love this place? So at first it was basically just the lifestyle I saw it gave my family. Um, whatever this business was, whatever it had in store, I was in for. Yeah. Um, as I got older, and, and truly understood what we have to offer from an advisor perspective where you actually own your book. Mm-hmm. And just that alone, how important that is to own your book of business mm. uh, got me fired up. And yeah. I don't think I could ever go anywhere else. I mean, I don't think there's anywhere else to go. I love that, man. That's awesome. And the real reason is his dad is my partner. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that was the first reason. Which is yeah. also true. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we got a lot uh, uh, in common then. Um, yeah. Both second generation insurance. Right. Um, Family and insurance before no, you or no? No, I actually, what's funny is my mom was in high-end jewelry sales. Wow. Uh, when I got into the industry in 2005, um, she saw the success that I was having. She was in retail. And in 2008, she actually got into the business as an advisor and oh, actually wow. last year officially retired. So it was the opposite. She oh kills it too. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. amazing. That is yeah. so cool. I love that. Yeah. Um, and 
What was your first, Dustin, if you look back on you first started, because we're going to have a bunch of agents that are going to yeah. watch this, they're going to be like, you know, I want to make my first six figures. Yep. A lot struggle. They don't get help. That's why you have you have so many agents, advisors reaching out to y'all, because they're just like a number, you know, you got to hit a recruiting goal and right. then the company does and they don't help anybody. Right. Um, what, what is, like, what was different about the way you started and, and you know, where did you struggle? What went well? What did that look like those first, you know, few months, few years? Yeah, so I I got the license coming out of the restaurant business. Um, that's always what I wanted to do as a kid was was own my own catering business and high-end restaurant. Um, and that didn't give me the, the life that I wanted to lead. And mm -hmm. I started, you know, exploring industry that would give me freedom with my time, freedom with my money. And um, real estate looked at, mortgage business looked at, and then went in for you know an interview with two different places, and I thought Cody when when I started I was nineteen. Mm. I thought clients or prospective clients were going to be like lined up at the doorstep, <sighs> which you know which which isn't the case. No. Um, so having to really create something from nothing mm -hmm. was was a challenge, but it really wasn't as much of a challenge for me because I plugged in with somebody that was seasoned, so he was an experienced advisor. Um, new, you know, I always say what I ended up doing was fish for clients for the first year. I literally had my lines in the water, fishing for clients, mm. and my business partner would then fillet and fry the fish until I became good at filleting and frying the fish. Um, I just fished. So it took my, my learning curve from, you know, from here to here and allowed yeah. me to just focus on revenue producing activities. PT paid time versus NPT non-paid time. Yep. And having that mentor that he was married, had kids, wife didn't work outside of the house for money, um, he had to earn a certain money, a lifestyle, right? Yes. And either I rose up to the occasion and delivered to the level that he did, or I was not gonna work with him and be a partner. Mm. So I think having that person that I'm able to plug in with, or I was able to plug in, that failure isn't an option, was was you know either succeed or go find something else to do yeah and when you talk about fishing for clients like is that something is that part of y'all's model still where yeah. it's like you're fishing for clients and then we're helping you close the business yeah so when somebody when when a new agent advisor works with cfn right first and foremost we want them to write have the right core human values it's mm -hmm. it's the people are important we want them to be coachable we want them to be willing. They don't have to know products. They don't have to know solutions. Actually, we prefer that they don't, mm. but they have to just be good human beings and want the world for themselves and, the, and their families. And then we're gonna give them the guidance as far as what they need to do. And we will provide them leads to call. Um, we're gonna give them what to say to those people. And they can also you know, build relationships and clientele the traditional way, but having a lead system that there's four, call it verticals, that they can plug into, whether yeah. it be business owners, professionals, public employees, or job changers, uh, free of charge is 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 a big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes a sense. Um, it, was that how you started, Jordan? Is like, yeah, dude, I was fishing, I was fi finding people, and, for sure. And then was it Dustin or who was who was helping like? And what were they doing to like make sure you were up to in speed? In the beginning, we really had I, maybe two people. I mean, I remember the first day on the field. My dad handed me a list of small business owners and a script and said, start calling. Mm. I picked the phone, hey, this is Jordan from Click. And I turned around and I said, this is how you're driving Ferraris, doing this? I don't believe it. Yeah. Do it again. Hey, this Click. I said, dad, I don't get it. 
He said, this is a law of large numbers business. Keep doing this and eventually you'll get it. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I remember at one point you and I would drive to Hialeah to shake someone's hand. Yeah. I mean, before before COVID, it was all face-to-face, belly-to-belly, you know, mm. client client meetings just in the, in the local area. And obviously COVID, I think everybody would agree, sprung this industry forward probably 10, 15 years, literally overnight, which is yeah. really cool. You know, yeah. we're much more efficient with our time, much more effective. You know, if there's somebody that isn't interested, we just boom, hit end zoom and 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 move on with our day. Yes. Um, so yeah, we're we're out there. We're teaching people how to fish for clients, teaching them how to fillet fish, teaching them how to fry the fish um, to a point where if they want to have their own fishing store or not fishing store, but fish market or markets, they, yeah. you know, they, they, they can in within our system. Um, so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It is really cool. Yeah. And when you think about um, when, when each of you made your first six figures doing this, um, what advice would you give to help someone else do exactly that? We'll start with Jordan and we'll jump to Dustin. To have your why grounded, um, a very strong why, because at some point you realize $100,000 is not all that much. Yeah. And I hate to say it like that, but it is what it is. It's true. Yeah, it sounds like it. And then you, you hit your first thing and you're like, taxes and after, where did it go? So, <laughs> yeah. Why do you do what you do? Because there's got to be a stronger reason than just the hundred thousand, yep. right? Yep. So that would be my overarching theme: is have a very strong why. Yeah. And that number is irrelevant. Yeah, I, I always say too that to your point, I'm curious your guys' thoughts. I always say that if if the goal is strictly income related, once you hit it, you'll slow down. Right. Hundred percent. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that? And I would love the answer to that question too. What was the question again? Um, first advice for hitting your first, for when you made your first six figures, like what advice you would give around that? So I think, you know, having a, your, your why, uh, is certainly important. I mean, I, I start every day. I have a a list of what I'm thankful for, what I want to achieve in my life. Am I giving a 10 every day? Um, I'm not allowed to give ones personally, professionally, or for myself, uh, and I, am I expecting and demanding people to deliver a 10 as well? Mm. So ha- having the why for me, it's one is to give my wife and kids in my life, we don't see financial stress and struggle. Number two um, is being a role model to my children, what to do versus what not to do, That's right? Awesome. So, and then also I love having the ability to plug into new young guys coming into this business, show them the ropes and seeing that, you know, the success that they that they have. Um, but you know when when you hit that monetary goal it's like cool and it was it was it was cool to hit it my my first year i did 965 second year was 188 500 third year was 265 but i remember my mm. first year coming from the restaurant business the executive chef in the country club that i worked for made 90 g's and i'm like i'm 1920 hmm. and i out earned you know, this guy that's working, I don't know, 70, 80 hours a week, smelling like God only knows what when he leaves the 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 the, the restaurant. Yeah. And um, it was a cool, it was a really cool, really cool feeling. Really cool feeling. Yeah, I, um, when you mentioned that, I was thinking about this too, because like I, when I was 20, um, hit had my first six figures, you know. I think you by the time I was done, year, I was right? 20. Yeah, by, by the time I was hit it, I was 21. But yeah, my first six, first eight months, 117K. And 
it's it was i mean it, it wasn't i didn't even have as good of a system as y'all have like it was cold calling cold door knocking and i was selling like burial insurance you right. know, let's be honest like it, it's not it wasn't sexy it wasn't fun <laughs> um however dude you know what i mean I, I i grinded away but when you mentioned like out earning you know certain people like i i was literally out earning all of my professors right and possibly it was a small bible college maybe the president of the college well wow. at 20 21 years old while i'm in school playing basketball and it's like that's what this industry can provide i played basketball too did you really no i'm too short for that ah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could hop man no. you know i don't know um he's like he's like uh he's like ai out there yeah. you know what made you special in your first year oh good question um you know what? I, I, I figured out the math of like, okay, if I will sit down and run 10 really good appointments, right. I will win. And I wasn't great. You know what I mean? Like the one thing I was good, naturally better at than others that I've seen is um, I was pretty decent at building rapport. Like I was sitting with seniors and by the end, they're like wanting to adopt me as their yeah, grand, yeah, grandkid, yeah. Yep. you know? Yeah. I was good at that. And what's, but that taught me though. It's like, dude, do you, do you like, you're talking about, you know, fishing, you're talking about, you know, t literally getting to know someone, teeing them up and having an yeah. a, an experienced senior advisor come in and help. I, you don't need to know product right. and underwriting and all the pending yeah. and all the stuff, you know, and parents. You need to know people. You need to know people, hundred percent. Right. Which is why you—that's literally came out of your mouth probably four or five times. You know, right. think about it. It's like that is the—that is the most important part. Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah. Good question, by the way. That's yeah. cool. You, to from ask now questions? on, you're in charge in the podcast. <laughs> no, you can, please. I, I think it's cool because also most people never do that. Do, but I wish they would do it more because it's like, dude, it just stirs yeah, conversation. Yeah. You know, it's cool. You guys, are, you guys, are about to have your own podcast. You're about I to did. Um, we did a call, like a like a phoning session. So in our West Palm office, every Wednesday, I'm up there. We do junior meetings in the morning, nine to ten thirty. We do team leads from ten thirty to twelve, and I'll end a lot of the you know the junior sessions with a live outbound cold call dial session to let's say a business owner or to mm. whomever. And we've got like twenty five guys just around the room listening. I'm the one that will do it. And I haven't really done that in a long time, but um, but but I engaged in the conversation with the person. One guy gave us an appointment. One guy said, you know, call me back in February. I wanna I wanna learn about long term care. And he's like, you sound cool. You sound genuine. Mm. And it wasn't about the the product or the product knowledge. It was just how 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 it was. The conversation was going. Yeah. How you? Yeah. And about them. So true. Yeah. 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 It is. And, and he's he still got it, doesn't he? You know, he's like, I don't do that as much anymore, but. Guarantee you, he's still. And when you got a, when you got a, when you got a, a I wanted to call with your team. Let's let's, let's make it happen. It, you know what's cool is, dude, when you get a room full of people like that, yeah. dude, the energy and the buzz. Yeah, they were fired. They're fired up afterwards. It's really so cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's cool to say. And it's like they can say the exact same words, right? The exact same way. Yep. That's what's so special about this business is like it yep. doesn't have to be complicated. You know. Um, when did you realize that, Jordan? Like, okay, nobody's like better than me. They're just maybe either outworking me. Or they just have more experience. When I got back from the military, what part of the military? Uh, I was in the Israeli military. I volunteered and I served in the special forces of the Israeli military. Uh, I was a sharpshooter in the IDF. Wow. Had a lot of time to think, a lot of time to think about why I wasn't having success my first two years, and it wasn't. Uh, it was because I wasn't coachable. That's what it comes down yeah. to. This guy's one of the best coaches I know, and. That's awesome why we're sitting here is because a lot of the stuff that was on your early YouTube mm -hmm. was very in line with what 
he teaches. Hmm. So I'm like, all right, so it can't be, it can't be them, right? Yeah. It's me. Oh, it's definitely us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it, it's me, and I subscribed to it when I got back is the yeah. answer. But one of the things that he had a challenge with, which is not unique to him, is I think this, the young, call it college grad or somebody out of high school, you know, they're, they're, they're I call it chasing shiny objects, right? Mm -hmm. So they're flipping watches or, or mm. doing, uh, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a Florida thing, Cody. Like, e or crypto or yeah, eBay or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, and it's, like, it's like a get rich quick. How do I get rich quick? Yes. And I don't preach what I don't personally practice myself in all aspects of my life. I'm just not that way. Mm. And one of the things that he had an issue which, with was chasing shiny objects. Yeah. And so one of the things that, that, that I train on, and it, I don't know if it's training, but it's, it's a, it's a fundamental and foundational element of, I just think in, in life, is get really successful at one thing first yes. before you implement you know thing number two. And so when he so came back, it was zoned in, focus on that one thing, juiced up, just you know, making it happen versus I'm doing this, 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 this watch and whatever those other things that you said. And I think a lot yeah. of people, not only him, a lot of people, I don't wanna say suffer from that, but, but, but suffer from that. They do. I mean, I was literally talking on our Ultimate Agent Academy. We've got about 300 agents that join an academy every month to get coached by me every Monday. And I was talking literally this Monday's call was all about um, a lack of focus and distractions. Right. And far too many young people do have the shiny object center or they think they wanna succeed in 1400 different ways. And it's like, right. dude, I literally sat with 10 people, sold them life insurance. Yep. Like it's simple, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, to your point, it's good. Um, how did it feel to hear that you were chasing shiny object syndrome and how did you respond? Did your ego get in the way? Yeah, Did you kind of push back? Way. Like I can't for believe sure. this freaking I, jerk, I was, what are you talking about? For sure. I was mm. the worst. And really? I'll be, be the first to admit it. Wow. Yeah. Um, Those people also wouldn't better admit it either. I, I'll cool. admit it. I was the worst. My ego got in the way. I didn't want to hear it. Um, I knew that I was wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But I almost wasn't willing to simplify it like you just did. Mm. Right? That's it's as simple as it is. It's the numbers. Yeah. And I wanted the, the sexy part of this business and mm -hmm. the shiny part of this business. Yep. And that comes after the numbers. You're like, right? Where, where's the Ferrari? I've been doing this. This is my yeah. third day. There's right. not a Ferrari in my driveway right. yet. What the freak's going on He's here? got the wind-up one. <laughs> right. So I tried to work at Ferrari. So <laughs> That was one of the shiny objects. It Did you try to work at Ferrari? Yeah, part time. Yeah. If yep. I can't get yeah. one, I'll work there. So, no, <laughs> Um I got to go back to something else really quick, though, because uh, ever since you said it, I, it, it's in the back of my brain and I can't forget it. Israeli military. Yep. How did you end up in the Israeli military? Help me out. My dad's born in Israel. Okay. I'm Jewish. I was at Temple, and there was a guy next to me that said, oh, my son's in the military overseas, and this, that, and the third, in Israel. And I said, but you're American. How is he in the Israeli military? And he told me you could volunteer. Uh, within, I would say, a month, I was in Israel, in the Israeli military. I got wow. it in my head. You know that. It yeah. was like this. Yeah. Once it was in my How head. How wild is that, by I the figured way? Out, like, I didn't know a word crazy. of Hebrew. Not a single word. I had to learn fluent Hebrew in six months or they kick you out. So um, why did you want to join the Israeli military versus like, let's just say like the Marines or Navy or First Army. of all, I was in a rush to get back to business. And second of all, probably should have been first of all, is that's my heritage. 
you know, I'm American first. I'm a diehard American. Sure. Um, but that's my heritage. You know, yep. I'm fighting for not to get political here, but something that means a lot to me. Yep. Um, and as I gotten older, that's really like settled cool. in a lot. But that's that's why I chose the IDF. And my grandparents live there. My family lives there. Like mm. I'm fighting for my family. Um, and it was a really cool experience. Learned another language and um, saw combat, which was good, bad, and ugly. But it really helped me grow up a lot. And it's a cool experience. My little brother did it as well, and my dad and my grandfather. So. Wow, I didn't even know, I didn't even know you could do that. Like I didn't know that. Neither was did thing. I. Neither did I. That's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. Wow. Okay. So, but one thing I want to jump back to too is Dustin. You mentioned like. 96k your first year yeah 180 something your second 188 yeah. i think and then yeah. 265 something like that um you had a big about a 90k jump each year which is cool um and you jumped to literally almost 100 your very first year right if someone's out there listening and they're like okay this is day one for me in insurance i just passed my test and i'm like watching this video and i'm like oh i like this jordan guy and this dustin guy like they seem cool yep they're from florida I don't mean, hold not that against so cool. us yeah don't hold that against us. i think that's great by yeah. the way i'm in missouri i i think florida's cooler just yeah. for the record <laughs> um um better tan warmer you know you guys get the deal um if they're like i want to literally first year 98 second year 180 third year 265 Walk us through like the business plan or the idea of how to accomplish that. So one is I, and this is just because this is how I had success was find a mentor, mm -hmm. find somebody that I said earlier knows how to fillet the fish and knows how to fry the fish. And just every single day go fishing like a mad person. Yeah. Um, don't worry about the minutia. So I think that early on, especially, you know, people new to this business, they're so worried about, I don't know the products, the solutions, mm -hmm. forget it. Just be yeah. good at, like you said earlier, having conversation, just be personal, have conversations with people. So plugging in, having a mentor, having a business partner, yep. um, having a recipe of success. So the recipe of success was I was dialing for dollars to business owners. So it was small business owners, one to 10 employees, mm. engaging in a conversation with the owner, him or herself, for things like life insurance, disability, long-term care. Num number two was professionals. I targeted heavily attorneys and CPAs, not for center of influence relationships, but actually comparing the benefits that they have through their associations compared to what they can have on the outside. And then Cody, I would buy leads the same way that you guys as a company, you know, sell leads to, to agents. I would buy leads. Now I mm. would buy not the real time leads because I didn't have the, the financial wherewithal <laughs> to spend it, but I would buy age qualified leads. Um, and then just beat up the phone and, and I was relentless in it. And that was called, I would say year one. And then what can we- ask, Can I ask about year one? How did you find, and I know Andrew is the mentor, how did, did someone pair you up with him? No. That, or did you find him yeah, on the that, beach? That was literally just, you That's know, we, I went to, I went to lunch at the cafe on, in, in the building that I we were in. I remember that cafe. And, um, you know, guy was dressed to the nines. We just started BSing and that's, this was that's, that's how you joined. No, that, that was after I was licensed. I, I uh. met him and we just clicked we just got it clicked and was he with cfn 
No, he was with MetLife. MetLife. That's what, that was when I was at MetLife. Got it. Understood. Okay. For, for okay. newer agents, it's easy to say find a mentor. Right. Yeah. But how and, do you do that? And then in our, I mean, in our world, we're big into pairing new advisors or agents with a mentor. And we mm. do it based on their personality. So, you know, if I can sit down with this person and have a beverage of choice and just BS about, you know, God only knows what, yeah. um, that's usually how we, how we pair them up. And it's a big part of what, of what we do. And we've seen a lot of people that on paper shouldn't have success, but do because right. of that. So where yeah. I got into it, it wasn't, it wasn't done, it wasn't forced. In our world, we, we, we do that, typically with a younger crew. Phenomenal. How many new agents do you think get in that don't get paired with a mentor? In general, or in general, like percentage wise, if say there's in a, our world, no, yeah, or yeah. Our in, world. in 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 just, just in the in industry, seventy percent. Yeah. I, I don't know the percentage. I would I would imagine most don't. I would actually think the percentage 80. is higher. I think so too. That I would ninety. You know, I would yeah, maybe even more than that. I would just yeah. think that yeah. it's just get licensed and Be then the go and then go figure it the hell out. That's that's. that's that's what I would think. What but. do you guys think? Let me know in comments below. I guarantee you what Dustin just shared is is very accurate. I would say like 95%. And also too, when you jump in comments, put like, no, I don't have a mentor, you know? Um, and then Jordan will respond to you. Yes, yeah. sir, I will. Um, I love that. Find a mentor, you're dialing business, working yeah. small business professionals and buying leads. Yep. Um, Did you have a phenomenal. mentor, Cody? Yeah, I had my dad and I had a sales manager. Yeah, both that like I could literally go to. And, and yeah, I took one of them on my first appointments for, um, dude, first couple months, you know? Yeah. And and a lot of Asians may, may need it for longer, but life insurance is also like not in most cases. Now in, in y'all's world, right? Um, I was doing it in such a simple way, but I'm also, I was also averaging like three or 400 I was averaging like three, 300 bucks a sell, probably three or 400 bucks a sell. Like I had right. to sell a lot, you know? I mean, I would bet y'all's average case. Yeah, it's, it's, it's much, it's much higher than that. Just cause the markets that we're, we're targeting. What, um, yeah, what, 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 what would you say it is on average? Just overall, like, I know you can't maybe pick it. Four thousand. Yeah. Yeah. A year. If I, yeah, that's great. So it's yeah. like, okay, then you need, you know, what's cool about that is hundred grand and premium. Right. Dude, you need 25 cases. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a case every other week. Now, not saying be lazy, but like, that's a great setup, yeah. man. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, would you rather $400 and you got to right. sell 250 or would you rather 4,000 you could sell 25? It's like, I mean, the math makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, one of the things that we then got really good at was, you know, I always say if if I own a Starbucks, which would be pretty cool, but that would I don't, be awesome. right? Let's do that. So <laughs> if, yeah, if you, if, if you own a Starbucks and let's say there's a thousand people coming to the Starbucks every day, if you want to increase sales, have 1,200 come in, right? Mm. So it's bring more bodies in. If Starbucks wants to also make money, it's instead of charging nine ninety five per Frappuccino, charge thirteen ninety five. Yeah, right. So in our world, it's sell bigger cases. There's certain systems that we implement to sell bigger, yeah. and then also at Starbucks, you know, you can instead of just buying coffee, I'm buying a a, a pop a pop lollipop thing, cake <laughs> pop, whatever you call it, or a yeah. breakfast or a lunch item. And in our world, it's cross sell. It's going back to those same clients and cross sell different products and solutions, which I could tell you in our firm, there's the average would be three products per household is what I would say. Wow, that's great too, actually. That's really good. Um, and that, that speeds it up too, you know, like yeah. that starts to stack a little bit. Um, you made yep. me think about something when you shared that too, like there's this stat, you guys have probably seen it out there or like a graphic, it's like, how do you make a million bucks? It's like, okay, you, you, you know, you, you sell 
10 people 100 grand you sell a million people for a dollar you know what i mean you get the idea right yep um sell a thousand at a thousand or hundred at ten thousand whatever whatever it is, it is i've seen i it. think that's it but yeah it, it makes it seem way easier <laughs> yeah it does it like but you're not breaking anything down it's like okay it's even the 100k thing right. we're talking right now what you expect right yeah it's it's night it's two two grand a week take two weeks off right two, two grand a week you know it's 400 bucks a day like I, I had a mentor i was like dude i'm gonna make six figures right. speaking of this topic today this which has been such a good podcast by the way you guys are awesome, awesome. um he's like dude it's like 300 bucks a day He's like, he's like every day. He's like, you choose if you don't work Sundays or not. But like, right. he's like, dude, you make 300 bucks, 300 bucks today, tomorrow. Right. And the next day you'll make six figures. I'm like, initially I'm like hundred grand, <laughs> 300 bucks. Oh, okay. All right. I right. can do that. You know, were you an activity tracking type of guy? Yes. You yeah. tracked everything. I had a whiteboard where I would um, have the whole calendar for the month up so on the board. Yeah. And then I would track my activity and results each day. Yeah. I still do that today. Yes, me too. I mean, yep. you, you see it. We see it with my sales team in yeah, the back yeah. all over the place. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Dude, so it works. From day one, you had the mindset of tracking the activity over the money. Um, That's right. Once rare. I started listening. Yeah. I was, uh, very quickly because I started listening to That's Brian rare. Tracy and he talks a lot about that stuff, right. you know, and, and then I actually convinced I've never told this story. Um, you need your Let's own podcast. It. I'm I'm literally um, starting to track my numbers, and I'm like, dude, this is working for me. Like, it's holding me accountable on a week to week basis, right. which is which is what that's the point. So then I've told the manager, I'm like, dude, you you need to get a huge four by six whiteboard right. for a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks down at Staples. You need to do this for the whole team. You guys are doing that now. Correct. Yeah, we love that. The only reason we do it now is because I did it in a small way, convinced my sales manager to do it for the entire office of agents and advisors. And then we would like, and then I had to be at the top of the freaking board. Right. Like I guarantee you're competitive, like super freaking competitive. And I had to be on the top of the board every single week. The only thing that was annoying was like, how did you get that deal? How'd you get that sale? Where'd that come from? Right. You know, whatever. Did your daddy give you that? You yeah. Know, you right. know, yeah. You know, I know about that. You know the deal. Yep. You definitely yeah. did. Um, and so I, but dude, I was literally trying to be at the top of the board. People were, and, right. and you know what? It sucks. Like in our office, if you don't r do anything, you have to go put a zero. Right. Dude, nobody wants no to one's go put a zero. Yeah. So it's like, it's gamifying a little bit, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, when, when did you start doing that? Day, literally day one. I'd ha awesome. We had a, basically a live board for 52 weeks in the year. Mm -hmm. What did we, you know, what, what was the actual numbers mm -hmm. versus what the goal was? You and, and still, yeah. And, and then still to this day, I track every, I mean, I have a, a daily tracker, he track does. everything. Workouts, what books I read, what did I, you know, what food did I eat? Dude, I think we're like the same human. I use this app called Strides to literally track. Um, I don't know if you, you can actually like that's cool. see it or I not. I think that's the biggest thing that, that push drew ups, me goals, into- Push-ups, goals, workout, cold yeah. shower, read. Yep. Yeah. To you was just how similar you both are in tracking everything. Yeah. Well, that's the only way you know whether you won or lost thousand percent yes. otherwise you don't know and dude guess what not everyone's a winner right and i want to win and you know what if i don't track it i ain't gonna do it right you know like i'm just so not. true i'm just not and, and guess guess what the fastest way to, for me to forget to do something is to stop tracking it right because as soon as i stop tracking it it doesn't exist anymore right like i tell my wife that this is a little this is a little extreme and i'm having like some new thoughts come to my brain today which is cool Dude, in our, in our in our pantry, if she we have shelves, we have three shelves right. on each side, all the way around. If she puts something, if we go buy a new snack, right, 
We bought some like popcorn, some supposed healthy popcorn, whatever. We put it on the bottom. Skinny pop. Yeah. She puts it on the ground underneath all the shelves. And I'm like, I ain't ate this for weeks. She's like, why not? I said, because I don't see it. Right. It's on the ground. I'm like, if it was on the shelf, yeah, you, I would eat it. Right. But it's on the ground. She's like, dude, you are weird. I'm like, if I don't see it, it doesn't 100%. exist. 100. That's probably why old supermarkets put those candy, sugar, right whatever. Eye level. Yeah, eye level to the kids. Same thing. Totally. So you're her kid. I am, man, for real. She would she would say that too, for <laughs> real. She says it to the team. She's like, okay, I've got 30 kids at the office, and I've got a you know three yeah. at home, two dogs and Cody. You know, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's cool, man. This has been fun, man. Like yep. I am absolutely loving this, and it's a chance for me to like reminisce. Like I relate to what y'all are doing. There's a, I mean, there's people I interview that I, I don't always relate right. to what they do or them specifically. Dude, we align really yeah. well. No, it's like, cool. Hundred percent. I would crush it in y'all's operation. Like, <laughs> no, for you sure. would, man. For real. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. And guess what? The truth is, if you would Jordan crush it can, in anything, though, with that. Well, with that attitude, hundred percent. Right. Eventually, dude, if you want to win bad enough, yeah. Like that's what's cool about Elon, dude. He's like, dude, I want to, I want, I want a city on Mars. Yep. Dude, if you say it enough and you believe it enough. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. You know, which is cool about this industry. It's like, dude, if Jordan can do it, if Dustin can do it, and if Cody can do it, then whoever's freaking sitting home, wherever you're at, you can do it too. I promise you. Absolutely. You know, but you need a mentor. You need some Big help. Time. Which I think is where these guys come in. So if they want to learn more about CFN, Creative Financial Network, and what you are doing. and Yep. Dude, they just need some help. Um, what should they do? Where should they go? What actions should they take? Yeah, so they can uh, click the link um, below, yep. www.cfnbroker.com. Perfect. Um, plug in, you can schedule an appointment directly with, with, with Jordan and myself. Cool. And then we'll you know show you the model. Let's go, man. I love it. Jordan, any final thoughts? Do, do you need your own podcast. I don't know. Like you, you... We have one. We just started one. Let's go. You're going to be on it soon. Okay, good. I love that. No, I mean, really, the, the other thing they could do is watch some of your older videos. Because sure. it's spot on with what we we preach and what we teach, which is, you know, inspect what you expect, track mm-hmm. the activity, and yeah. it's a law of large numbers in this business. It is. Um, but final thoughts? No, not other cool. than that. Good. D- DB, any thoughts? No, all set, man. Cool, man. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Appreciate you having podcast. us on. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening, man. Again, Dustin and Jordan's Creative Financial Network, freaking phenomenal dudes, man. What an amazing podcast of information. They literally broke down exactly the steps for you to go make your first six figures as a new life insurance agent, man. I hope you enjoyed it. Let us know below if you enjoyed it. Also, share this thing out with somebody. There are people in your life that need to hear this. And guess what? You can determine if they hear it or not. Either way, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode. Adios. Hey, if you enjoyed this, I got another one you're going to love. It's right there. Click on it. See you in there. I'm so excited for today's CA Power Player Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askins. We got a special guest. He is back on the channel talking about how to sell life insurance from home. Here's what I, well, here's what I love about this person. Yeah, I'm telling you, this will be the, one of the best.